G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigau and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as landline phones? This week we're going to continue to look into the events that are happening in the world around us and ask ourselves, are they relevant to us today? Last week, we looked at Matthew 24, verses 4 to 8, where Jesus foretold how the world will be like just before the end of time. It reads, Jesus answered, Watch out that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah and will deceive many. You will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these things are the beginning of birth pains. We discovered that the signs Jesus warned about are deception, people claiming to be Christ, wars and natural disasters, and that these things will increase much like labor pains, therefore more intense and more frequent just before the end of time. All the signs that Jesus foretold are happening with an increased frequency and magnitude than ever before. Earthquakes, for example, have increased by 557% in the last century. These signs are obviously happening in the world around us, and if you believe Jesus, this suggests that the end is near. But are there other biblical signs relating to the end of the age? We'll explore this question just after these songs. Make it ever true Change my heart, oh God May I be like you Change my heart, oh God Make it ever true Change my heart, oh God. 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? I'm Marius Jigao and today we're looking at the signs of Jesus' return. So let's have a look at what the prophet Daniel had to say would happen just before the time of the end. In Daniel chapter 12 verse 4 it reads, But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Daniel says that two things will happen just before the end of the age. The first of these is that many shall run to and fro, and the second is that knowledge shall increase. So let's have a look at these two things individually. We'll start with many shall run to and fro. I have read and heard a number of interpretations of this phrase. One is that many shall run to and fro in the Bible, suggesting that the Bible will be thoroughly examined at the end of time. Now let's ask, is this happening today? We have more commentaries and more articles and more individuals expressing their views on various biblical passages than ever before. Others interpret this that many shall run to and fro in the book of Daniel. 
Prior to the 18th century, manuscripts exploring the book of Daniel were scarce. But in recent times, there has been an explosion in the literature available on the book of Daniel itself. Others, including myself, believe that many shall run to and fro refers to people moving from one place to another on the earth at a rate faster than ever before. If you compare the travel options that we have today compared to only a hundred years ago, you'll no doubt realize that people are running to and fro today at a speed and frequency such as never has been seen before. So which interpretation is right? Well, I'm simply going to tell you that it doesn't really matter which one is right. And the reason for this is that all three interpretations are being fulfilled right before our eyes today. What about the second sign that Daniel said? He said that at the time of the end, knowledge shall increase. Do I even need to comment on this? Well, maybe, just in case someone's living in a deep, dark hole underneath a rock somewhere. And if that's you, I'm quite impressed that you've been able to tune into our radio show. In the last 50 years, there's been a technological explosion such as never been imagined before. If you were to tell someone 50 years ago that in 50 years' time, you will have a device readily available that you can carry in your pocket, which will allow you to speak to anyone in the world and see them instantaneously. And more than that, you will be able to access information on essentially every topic known to man and that this information will be available in written, audio and video format instantaneously at your fingertips, they would have probably told you that you're a crazy dreamer. If you then told them that most people will actually use these devices to look at funny videos of cats, they would have probably hung their head in disappointment. But this is the world we live in. Is Daniel's prophecy about how the end of the world will look like being fulfilled around us? Are there people running to and fro? Most definitely so. And has knowledge increased? Well, if you peek out from under your rock, you'll see that this is exactly as Daniel foretold it would be just before the time of the end. So did other biblical authors write about the end of the age? We'll have a look at what the Apostle Paul has to say on the matter just after these songs. You're all I 
my desire No one else will do Cause nothing else could take your place To feel the warmth of your me find the way, bring me back to you.
But you and Jacob aren't alone. We all need dreams to seek Him. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigel, and today we're looking at what the world will look like just before the return of Jesus. We've so far discovered that Jesus said there will be deception, people claiming to be Christ, wars and natural disasters, and that they will increase much like labor pains with increased frequency and intensity. We've also found out that Daniel told us that just before the end, people will run to and fro and knowledge shall increase. Everything that both Jesus and Daniel said is happening just as predicted. So what does the Apostle Paul have to say? Let's have a look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1-5. to If you'd like to review this verse or any verses used in our show each week, or if you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? Paul writes, But mark this. There will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, have nothing to do with such people. I read this and think, wow, let's have a little look at these verses more closely. Are people today lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful and proud? You only need to switch on your TV briefly to see that this is exactly what we're seeing today. What about disobedient to parents and ungrateful? Are children today becoming more or less obedient to their parents? Do I even need to answer this question? But one may say, yes, Marius, but children have always been disobedient to parents. So let's have a look and see if this problem is increasing. Let's see the top three problems that teachers reported in schools in America in the 40s and 50s. Number one, running in the halls. Oh, wow, that's a huge problem. Number two, shirts being untucked. Oh, no. And number three, spitballs. Wow, these are serious problems. What about today? Are we having more or less obedient children? So the top three problems observed in schools in the States today is Number one, murder. We've gone from running in the halls to murder. Number two, rape. In the 40s and 50s, this one was shirts being untucked. And number three is drugs. So the top three problems we observe today in schools in the States is murder, rape, and drugs. We are most definitely entering uncharted waters when it comes to disobedience. What about ungrateful? We only need to open our eyes and see that this generation is marked by a rebellious nature unrivaled in the previous one, which was not all that crash hot either. What about self-control? What about lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God? I read these verses and think, how did Paul know exactly what the 21st century would look like? Now, are there other biblical authors that wrote about the end of the age? We'll have a look at what Peter has to say just after these songs.
above all powers, above all kings, above all nature and all created things, above all wisdom and all the ways of man. You were here before the world began. Above all kingdoms, above all thrones, above all wonders the world has ever known, above all wealth and treasures of the earth, there's no way to measure
above me above all thank you Lord you thought of me and you gave your life for me that's how I want to be Lord to keep you first in my heart Above all I am a sheep and the Lord is my shepherd Watching over my soul My soul to keep guarding over me ever Watching wherever I go And when the winds blow He is my shelter When I'm lost and alone, He rescues me. And when the lion comes, He is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. His children, and He is our Father, watching over our soul. Great is His love for His sons and His daughters, watching wherever we go. And when the When I'm lost and alone, He rescues me. When the lion comes, He is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. When the When I'm lost and alone, He rescues me. When the lion comes, He is my victory, constantly watching over me. He is constantly watching over me. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? I'm Marius Jigel, and over the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at the signs the Bible predicts will occur just before the end of time. 
Now, Paul just gave us a pretty clear description of what the 21st century looks like and wrote it over 1900 years ago. And we're now looking to see what Peter has to say. In 2 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 to 5, it reads, Above all, you must understand that in the last days, scoffers will come, scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming, he promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on just as it has since the beginning of creation. But they deliberately forget that long ago, by God's word, the heavens came into being and the earth was formed out of water and by water. I find this one absolutely fascinating. Peter writes that in the last days, people will forget that by God's word, the heavens and the earth was created. We live in a place we call the universe. Have you ever sat to consider just what that word means? This word is a portmanteau, which means a word combining the meanings of two others. The word universe is the joining of the word uni and the word verse. Universe literally means a single spoken sentence. Genesis 1.1 tells us that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the way he created them was by speaking. I will not enter the creation versus evolution debate at this time. However, before I began to practice my ministry, I was studying a PhD in reproduction at Monash University. At this time, I spent literally hundreds of hours looking into creation versus evolution. If you're interested in what I've found, please visit our YouTube channel, Is It Relevant Today? and click on the No God Delusion, where I dig deep into creation and evolution and see if what science has to say is contradictory to what the Bible says or if they can both coexist. But for the purposes of our show today, it is enough to simply acknowledge that the signs that Peter predicted are being fulfilled in the world around us right now. Many people everywhere are forgetting that by God's word, the heavens were created. Just after these songs, we'll wrap all these things together and see if this is relevant to us today. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to.
just as I am, though tossed about with many a conflict, many a doubt, fightings and fears within, without all
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. Today we've been looking at the signs of Jesus' return and of the end of the age. Jesus said that in the last days there will be deception, people claiming to be Christ, wars and natural disasters. All these signs are happening right before our eyes and they are increasing in frequency and intensity just like labor pains. Daniel wrote that many shall run to and fro and that knowledge shall increase. People are running to and fro at an unprecedented rate and knowledge has increased exponentially in recent times. Peter tells us that people will forget that the world was formed by God, which is exactly what we see today. And Paul writes to us that there will be terrible times in the last days. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. It seems that Paul knew exactly what the 21st century would be like. Every single one of the signs that Jesus, Daniel, Paul and Peter wrote about that will occur just at the end of time is exactly what we're seeing today. But I'd like to add that it's not only Christians who see that the world is fast coming to an end. Many prominent atheists are stating the same thing. I believe that God is allowing numerous signs to be fulfilled everywhere around us so that no one will be able to say, Well, that was a big surprise. I never saw this coming. But even with all the obvious signs around us, most are still unmotivated to set themselves right with God and to be prepared for His return. This itself shouldn't actually surprise us at all. In Matthew Chapter 24, verses 37 to 39, Jesus says, As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving into marriage, up to the day that Noah entered the ark, and they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all away. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. In the time of Noah, just before the flood, everything seemed normal. The previous day to the flood was the same as all those before it. Nothing extraordinary happened. It was uneventful until the flood came and took them all away. Jesus tells us that this is how it will be just before the coming of the Son of Man. So I want to ask each one of us today, if the Lord did return tomorrow, would you be ready to meet him? Would you say, here is my maker, I have awaited his return, or would you flee in fear? The Bible gives us all these signs so that we can be prepared. If you would like to find out more about what God has in store for you, please join me tonight at 7pm at 35 Raglan Street, where we'll be looking into a number of exciting presentations, including How Do I Know If I Can Trust the Bible? Can Creation and Evolution Coexist? Could a loving God torture those who refuse Him for eternity for the sins committed in one short lifespan? These topics and many more will be explored during these presentations. We thank you for listening today and don't forget to visit our Facebook page Is It Relevant Today and give us a big thumbs up or you may like to visit our new YouTube channel which is called, surprisingly, Is It Relevant Today where we have video presentations of numerous topics including Can God Be Trusted, The Historical Jesus and Creation v. Evolution. We look forward to seeing you next week. I'm Marius Jigal. 
God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day. Would you be free from the burden of sin? There's power in the blood. Would you or evil a victory win? There's power in the blood. There's power in the blood. There is power, power, wonder-working power. In the blood of the Lamb, there is power, power, wonder-working power. In the precious blood of the Lamb, would you be free from your passion and pride? There's power in the blood. Come for a cleansing to Calvary's tide. There's power in the blood. 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 There's power in the blood.
You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? But for now, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week. I love to tell the story T'will be my theme in glory To tell the old, old story Of Jesus and His love